Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. And we are live. What is up? Live and here. Here, present and accounted for on recording day. Yeah. <laughs> so, how was your fourth? A fourth your was. Fourth. Man, we haven't talked since then, have we? I know. Yeah, it was. We we missed a week. We were both on vacation and didn't have our shit together, and boom. Good Lord. Yeah, uh, my, my fourth was pretty good. The fourth this year was on a Wednesday, so it's the middle of the week, and uh, that's kind of weird. So, yeah. <clears throat> Brooks' side of the family kind of celebrated the weekend prior to, which, judging from... The fireworks that were going off <laughs> that weekend, everyone else was doing the same yeah. thing. So yeah, man, on the fourth, we just kind of co-chilled. You That's know what I'm saying? What'd you do? Uh, my buddy has a boat. It's the best thing about a boat, having a friend with a boat. And I had Micah for the whole week. And every year I get the whole week off. So uh, shut down, company shut down. So uh, That's yeah. Dope. So I don't really have a choice in the matter. I have to take vacation for that week. Um, but uh, Micah was here. We went on Lake St. Clair on the boat and had a blast. It was fantastic. It was hot as monkey's balls. And um, But it was good to be in the water, man. The water felt great. Uh, until all the fish flies. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys do no. any fishing? Oh, yes. We did fishing like a... The, a few days nice leading up to the fourth, just him and I. Uh, but no, mm-hmm. this this boat trip was simply to be out on the water, have a few pops with some friends, and um, you know, just stay in the water and stay cool. So that's what we did. It was fantastic, actually. Pops, yeah, a few a few pops. You northerner. <laughs> we had a few yeah, pops. Had a few pops. No soda. You want a soda no. pop? Don't want any soda. It's not soda. It's pop. I agree. It's not soda either. It's just Coke. Yeah, but by soda, I mean Founders All Day IPA. <laughs> oh. But pops, yeah. Pops. <laughs> so we we had a good time. Um. Until the fish flies came in, dude. So like an hour before we were getting ready to leave, which is like, I don't know, somewhere between five and six. Uh, we're, we're in the water. We're having a good time. And all the fish flies, just dead f- fish flies, just big swarms of them are just starting to float right to us all. And it was absolutely disgusting. And so I, I guess for those that don't live in Michigan... Uh, here on the east side of the state, uh, Lake St. Clair and, and northeast of here, we have these fish flies 
uh, that come out every June, they start to hatch. And they hatch in the water, uh, right at the surface of the water. And they swarm off the water towards any light there is anywhere within a few miles uh, west of the lake. So they just come in just in swarms, and, and it's absolutely disgusting. You drive up the street in the middle of the night, anywhere there's a headlight, or not a headlight, what do you call them, street lights, you can barely see them. There's just swarms full of fish flies. You go to any store at all, anywhere <laughs> along the strip, they, they literally, in the morning, stores, the first thing that you do is load up the power washer and they have to wash off the front of the buildings and the front of the signs to get off all the fish flies. They swarm everywhere. They cause accidents. People drive over them and then they lose control. Absolutely insane. So. Lose control? How big are these They're parties? about an inch, but they're really, really skinny. And... Their wings are pretty big, but they're like translucent. I don't know. Google a fish fly, Michigan fish fly. They're absolutely disgusting. They can be an inch to an inch and a half long. And they're nothing more than fish fish food. So what happens is the ones that end up, you know, retreating back to the water, they end up dying and, and they just sit on the top of the water. And fish just come and eat them. It's amazing. So if you're on Lake St. Clair trying to fish this time of year, July time frame, when you get a fish and you go to gut it, it's full of fish flies. It's absolutely disgusting. Uh, but it is the Michigan way of life. So. Dang, I'm seeing a friggin' minivan covered yeah. in it. Yeah. <clears throat> It's gross, bro. It, it it's really gross. Yeah, that's pretty disgusting. But, wait a minute, you you were here in June, weren't you? Yeah, but I've never seen these things. Oh, because you were too. I lived in the city, bro. Yeah, you <laughs> were too far. You were too far west. They don't come that far west. So, um, like literally just a couple miles in from the from the lake all the way down from like downtown all the way as far north as Marine city or even further is just blanketed full of fish flies. It's so bad that the coast guard will see swarms in the water, not know what they are. Go check them out. And it's nothing but fish flies. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. It's pretty disgusting. These are ugly jokes. Yes. Yeah, they're ugly. I'm surprised you never saw them. Yeah. No. Glad I didn't. Yeah, yeah, they're disgustingly ugly. So, but we had a good time, man. It was a good fourth. Good. So I had Micah Friday to Friday, and I was basically Daddy Taxi, <laughs> taking him around to see people and play and have fun and barbecue after barbecue and family function after family function. It was fun. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. No complaints this way. So, <clears throat> let's get into it. You want to get into it? But yeah. I have a topic for today, tonight, this morning, whatever. And uh, it's really near and dear to my heart. It's something that over the years, I just, it keeps building. Like a frustration <laughs> of this keeps building, you know? 
Uh-huh. And <clears throat> I figured, you know, since we have this podcast that we do, and it's kind of churchy, you know, American Christianity faith thing. So I figured let's, you know, let me rant for a minute, and then I want to know what you think about it. But basically... Rant, 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 rant. So some stuff, you know, can happen in people's lives. And everyone has Facebook and, you know, Instagram and all this social media. And it's just, it's so frustrating to hop on. Like, first off, I don't get on Facebook a whole lot unless I'm doing stuff for, like, work. Because, unfortunately, you kind of need a Facebook if you're going to do some business, (laughs) you know? Yeah, it's a good networking sure. thing and keeps mm-hmm. everyone that you personally know in the loop and yada, yada. So I went on and of course, you know, in my feed, there's some stuff and it's just like friends or family or whatever they may be over the course of, you know, many years at this point. <clears throat> I just I get so frustrated when people put up posts about scriptures with the like hipster looking trendy font and you know there's some kind of image in the background and that's all they put you know and yeah it's one thing if you you know you're inspired by that verse and you want to share it out cool it's another thing to know people personally and then like to know that you're just fishing for people to comment and for, for sympathy or for, you know, prayer or whatever it is. And, like, my whole thing with Facebook anyway is, like, it's stupid and I don't give a shit what people do every minute of every fucking day of their life. Like, if I wanted to be that intricate with you, I would marry every one of you. And then we would all just live together and then we wouldn't need Facebook. But, like... That would be polygamy. I'm just saying, like, I don't need to know... <laughs> you know, what you're listening to all the time or like how you're feeling or like if you're going through shit, go through shit and talk to like close friends and family and deal with that and pray about it. And there might be times where you need, Hey, you know, gather all the saints and use social media. We need to pray for this one thing. That's great. But to just give it to God unquote, and then put it on Facebook and think that like you've done your Christian duty and now Jesus is going to miraculously see your Facebook posts because, you know, he's got one. And he'll be like, oh, <laughs> hey, God, Paul, Michael, gather around. We need to pray for this person. I didn't know that. Like, is that how that works? No, it's not how that works. So you just want fucking people to, like, be all up in your shit. But very rarely is it, like, a tell-all. And this is how this this is my biggest okay like the biggest uh pet peeve part for me is like let's say I'm going through something right and uh it's super stressful I don't know what I'm going to do so all I do is put need prayer now no questions that's all I put on Facebook hmm. what the fuck does that do Well, like, I I don't understand it. I just don't like what. 
Because what are people, I mean, hello, you put it on social media, people are going to be like, what's going on? Praying for you. You've got my sympathy. Like, this is how you walk out your Christian faith? You you don't have time to get on the floor and pray or open your Bible and see what God has to say or, you know, be involved with the people around you. You, you, you take time out of all that to, like, promote something that you're going through just so people know that. Like, that's it. That's the end game. It has to be the end game. Because all these people who are, like, praying, I'll pray for you every day. Like, some of them might. But, like, uh, am I articulating this correctly, Michael? No, I, I'm it's following just you just a, fine. It's like a sympathy yeah. vote, okay? So that's part one. Part two of this whole thing that I can't stand is that if and when we go through things, it's easy to just talk about it with other people and then say, well, it's in God's hands now. Like, that is the pinnacle of your faith. And, like, Jesus died a very gruesome, horrible death, defeated death, hell, and the grave, three days came back to life, and now gives us his Holy Spirit and freedom from sin. And, like, now... All we have to do is say that it's in God's hands and there's nothing I can do. Hmm. Like, I just feel like that's a weak ass pussy fucking Christian faith and it's everywhere. <laughs> and it's like them freaking fish flies that just invade and swarm and like they just make a mess and it, everyone hates it and they're disgusting. And it's like, something's weird about this, you know? Like, why is that a big, massive chunk of our Western society culture when it comes to church and when it comes to Christianity? Yeah. It needs to fucking change. Like, God's not a genie where we just, you know, whisper up a command and then he does it, or, well, there's nothing I can do, so I give it to God. Like, that's even an out. Did you even pray? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not even a prayer. I mean, that's not even like, like, what faith do you have? And is that all that Christ is to you is a fucking genie? Those are my pet peeves. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. Okay, so that's a lot to unpack. Where do we start? It's really not. It's only two things. Well, people posting shit on Facebook because they want to get their little fluffies and let everyone know that something's going wrong, but they don't want to give details because they just want sympathy. And then two, like super weak genie faith. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I'm saying that it's a whole lot to unpack only because I think that the situation is much deeper than than that. So, so yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, people that put their business out on Facebook are annoying. Flat out. It's annoying. I mean, just in general. Just in general. Just generally speaking, it is flat out annoying. There's, there's nothing more. I don't want to get people's drama 
and their, uh, you know, their emotional woes from Facebook. I don't think that that's ever what it was really designed for, but it has created such a, a shift in our culture that um, I don't really think we fully realize the detriment that it's causing. Um, there's a whole lot of... Um, when you When you live on social media like this, and and you allow Facebook to be such a large part of your social uh, world, you, you kind of get dumbed down in your ability to relate to people. Now, this is Michael speaking. This is my opinion. Sure. I feel like when you when you're when you're so engulfed in social media like that, you you really dumb down your ability to be social in face to face situations. Or actually be able to hold a conversation with someone. Because our conversation online is reduced to only so many characters, right? So like on, on, on Twitter, that, that would make sense. You only get so many uh, characters. But the same thing happens on Facebook. So like you're saying, pray for me, no questions. Like, that's not how you have a conversation. That's not how you cry out for help if that's something that you need. That's not how you reach out for assistance when you're struggling. Okay? That that's it, it's fake. It's uh it's lazy. It's superficial. It's plastic. Again, my opinion. It's completely plastic. Yeah. And why is Facebook the place for you it, to quote unquote reach out or <laughs> Right. And and frankly, you don't get any sympathy from a guy like me <laughs> for for something like that, for a post like that. Because in my mind, when I see a post like that, the first thing that comes in my mind is, oh, attention getter. Where is that button that says hide all posts from this person for the next 30 days? <laughs> yeah. Be- because that's that's the way that I see it. I, I agree. I, I have a hard time being sympathetic or even empathetic with a person who uses a social media platform to, you know, say, pray for me. And, and that just being said, that, you know, that statement, that's only one thing. I mean, there's, you know, I feel like the same thing is. happens in other ways too, like, you know, different posts and such but yeah yes and on other platforms as well it's not just facebook right other platforms are used for other stuff as well and we're reduced to sounding like cavemen that can't even express a a complete sentence you know what i'm saying It, it just it seems like we're going in the wrong direction and our communication skills have been dumbed down because we don't articulate. And, and, and on the flip side of that, because we've gotten so used to uh, such a short way of speaking and expressing ourselves in such a superficial way, then when someone actually puts out a Facebook post that has some length to it, 
we have the tendency to ignore that as well because we're like, oh, all I want is the highlights. Don't give me that long dissertation. Yeah. Right. I guess case in point is that that's not the right format for it. Like, I hate to sound like an old man. I'm only 35 years old. Right? I I hate to sound like an old head. But, listen, if we're in relationship and you're going through some stuff, man, pick up the phone and call me. Is that too much to ask for? (laughs) Well, I don't think it's you showing your age. I mean, I'm 31, so... If you're old, I'm old, but I don't think it's an old thing. I think it's just a, there's a lack of humanity in it. And sure. it's, it's mostly superficial because it's just attention getting, tugging on yeah. people's heartstrings so they feel bad for you or so they feel sad for you or so, you know, whatever. You're just trying to evoke something from someone else and it's like, why is, like, I get it, it's social media, you you know, you can do what you want on it, sure, but, like, sure you can. the thing that kind of gets me is, like, it's been happening more and more and more, and kind of going along with your whole, like, we're reverting back to cavemen almost, it's like, I mean, at what point uh. do we lose the actual connection of people, and so much so that we're, you know, I mean, I've, listen to things and read studies about how you know generationally we're so different and like this generation and these times right now like we're less concerned about being in the moment and more concerned about broadcasting out what we're in yes you know so like you can be in a live concert but you're watching it through the screen of your phone because you're facebook living it or you're throwing it on you know, YouTube live or you're, you know, making an Instagram post like while you're there and you're actually missing out on like the concert on some of it, like yes. the whole experience because you're so consumed with, oh, I gotta, I gotta be timely in the, you know, in the moment and like people need to, I want people to see where I'm at. And it's like, you're missing, <laughs> you're missing where you're at. Yes. And this, and, and, this, like, this is just another extension of that, I feel like, because it's like, and again, if that's what you want to do, go ahead and do it. Like, I'm not on Facebook a whole lot. It just pisses me off that when I am on Facebook, there's at least one to four of those posts in a three scroll thumb, because that's all I really do on my personal feed. <laughs> and if I don't see it, it's like, well, you can call me or text me. You must not be that important you know sure so if i don't you know like i can see one to four of these posts in a three you know thumb scroll length and it's like oh we're just freaking like we're so needy and it's not about us yeah yeah Yeah. but you know what i i think it is the dude is a genius okay Zuckerberg? He has found a way. What's his name? Zuckerberg. It's a Jewish name, right? Yep. Mark. Mark Zuckerberg. He is such a genius because I was I was watching actually an episode of Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. 
and he had on there a psychologist. This this had to be over a year ago. He had a psychologist on there who was talking about <laughs> how we are as a as a species we are addicted to the dopamine those happy chemicals that wash over our brain when stuff happens. Yeah, I've, I've heard okay? that too. And so th- there's a correlation between the likes, the thumbs up, you know, the way the blue thumb looks. And now they've even added more emojis to it. So if it's something really funny, you've got the laughing emoji, you've got the crying emoji, you got the sad face emoji. You have all these different ways to express yourself. And the more of those things that you get, the more of these likes and responses that you get, it, it triggers that dopamine release into our brains and we get happy. The downside to that is that when we uh, don't get that type of response, legitimate, realistic depression can be the result in some people. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. I mean, it, it, that same dopamine response and the lack of getting that dopamine response and it triggering depression, that's a chemical That's a chemical response reaction that happens in every single person. And it doesn't necessarily have to be about social media. It could be alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be cigarettes. It could be sex. It could be, you know, talking on the phone to your crush or your significant other or whatever the case may be. Whatever it is that causes us to to have that release of dopamine, when we don't get it, we feel depressed. We don't get that surge, that reaction. Like, try going without sugar for 30 days. Man, the first couple weeks, you are going to be depressed. Yeah, you're feeling it. You're going to feel it, right? So I think it's the same thing with with uh, with these different posts where people are reaching out trying to get a response because that's what's important to them. I mean, in in today's culture with this generation, it's all about these responses. The the algorithms are even set up to, to be that uh, Facebook pays attention to how many likes you get and they will actually boost your post and put it up higher to see if other people are going to like it. Mm -hmm. Hell, they will even remind you a year later, Hey, this was your most liked post in April of 2015. <laughs> okay. Which is what just happened to me recently. <laughs> our, our, our photos from that we put on out there for our wedding in April of 2015, dude, it came back on, on my hopper 2016. It came back in the hopper this uh, 17. It just came back again this year for our anniversary. Hey, this time a few years ago, this was your most liked post of all time. And it was a picture of me making out with my wife on our engagement photos. It's pretty hot too. It was a very, very hot photo. Hell by yeah! Way. I need to go find it. It was, it was in, <laughs> it was in black and white and everything. And we were like leaning up against the gates, the closed gates of the DIA. Ooh. She was leaning in for a kiss. Oh my god! It was so hot. Anyway, Detroit Institute of the Arts. Yeah, DIA is Detroit Institute of Arts. Thank you. Uh, but the. the there is something there. They want to feel better. They they want the attention. People want the attention. They want the likes. And that's why they share. Because you sharing whatever it is causes people to respond. 
Okay. And it just goes all the way back to all of our innate needs that we have to be, to feel significant, to feel secure. Well, it makes me wonder too, uh, as a Christ follower, when we're supposed to be humble and focus is not us, you know? Yeah. It kind of, and I, you know, and this, I'm just as guilty as this, if what I'm about to say is even a thing, but like, have we gone so far to be so self-absorbed, even as Christians, that we're, we're even, like, we've lost something. We, we, there's something we're not getting. There's a, there's a side to our faith that we're, I wouldn't say not allowed to see, but not able to see, almost, because we're so self-absorbed with being social and everyone knowing what we're doing and when we're doing it, needing advice. And right. why would I ask my neighbor when I can post it on Facebook and probably get, you know, hundreds of advice or, you know, comments. Like, sure. I mean, sure. is, is that even a thing? And I'm questioning that in the moment and I kind of want to lead towards it's gotta be. Yeah. But I've got to agree with you. I think this, this leads into your second point. You know, how superficial is your Christianity? Right? How how surfacey are you really as a person if that's what it's all about? Not saying that everyone that puts their Christianity or their need or whatever out on social media is superficial. Right. But I've got to admit, me personally, and this is Michael speaking, me personally, dude, if I got some shit going on, I'm going to talk to the closest people to me and I'm not going to put it out there. Yeah. On social media. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I do. I mean, I, I mean, even I'm with, even with like good things that happen. Okay. I just got a raise. I just doubled my income. You think I'm going to put that shit out on Facebook? <laughs> Hells to the no. You kidding me? No. Oh, I just got a $20,000 bonus. Dude, that ain't going on Facebook. Showing. That's actually not even, that's not even leaving my house. <laughs> Ain't even telling my wife you know what I'm about saying? that one. <laughs> my wife don't even know about my bonus. No, no. For for me, I, I grew up in a in a household where my parents have always taught us, hey, mind your own business and keep your business out the street. Whatever goes on in this house stays in this house. You don't put your business out on the street. Mm. That's the way that I was raised. You mind your own business and you keep your own business to yourself. That's the best way to stay safe and to protect yourself. So, dude, all of this. So I have been with that teaching, growing up with that teaching. I am the most uncomfortable person there is with social media. Believe me, brother. There is it. It takes a whole lot for me to post anything at any time. Because I like minding my own business and keeping my business out the streets. Well, and even even you being how you are, like it. What you trying to say, homie? What I'm trying to say is, you're saying <laughs> it takes a lot out of you to be on Facebook, basically. You know, and oh, yeah. my my point oh, yeah. is, it takes a lot of, out of everyone to be on Facebook, especially the people who are on it all the freaking time, like. How much actual life are you missing? And it's kind of an illusion because 
you think you're gaining more, but really you're just being entertained or you're being sure. pissed off or you're being saddened or whatever post you come across. I mean, dude, the Facebook videos, you can get hooked up on that junk. You see one and then it's just like, oh, they have a whole freaking string of them that you, you're just going to be on there yeah. watching videos all day. Yeah. Yeah. Like I good luck getting some work done. I think none of us have the time and the strength, but we, we give it and you know, and that's different for everyone. Yeah. Someone like me. Yeah. I'm on it every day, but I'm on it. I mean, accumulative, probably three minutes or less. And on busy days, probably 15, 20 minutes or less, you know? But I mean, there are people who sure. like live on that shit and it's like, I mean, I, I just, I don't see the benefit of it unless you're just like being all up in everyone's yeah. business and like, you know, then I guess yeah. it's for you. Yeah. Well, you know, I think the, that we can make an exclusion in what we're talking about that should be made clear. People that use it for business. Those are the geniuses that are taking advantage of all the people that are just sitting on it all day long. Got to check it every single hour, you know, just for bullshit updates. Yeah, people that that, you know, do this social media stuff for business like you. Who are paying money to boost your ads and to boost your your posts and things like that to get more attention to it so that you can make some money. Yeah. Now I'm all for that. More power to you. You're using the the you're using the social media as a tool, right? That's bringing you money. So you can you can actually uh, measure based on how much money you have put into it and the um, and the amount of time that it took to produce the content and measure that against how many responses you're getting, how many likes, how many reposts, how many shares, yeah. stuff like that that you're getting. I understand that. And I'm all for that. And I'm not even comfortable doing that. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm not even comfortable doing that. But I understand it, and I can appreciate it. Okay? Mm -hmm. But... Hey there, everybody. I have a question for you. Do you need professional voiceovers? If you do, let me tell you where you should go hotmikecity.com I mean just listen to a little bit of this demo Welcome to Commercial Sales This course is part of a Smooth Jazz 105.9 FM Roughly 5 million Americans don't even know where their next meal will come from Welcome to Evangel Christian Churches Join us in person or that voice be sounding good now. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. The next time you need professional and quality voiceover work done, remember hotmikecity.com. Hot Mike City, y'all. Check it out. But for those that are just, like as, uh, we've said this before, dude, I, the only reason why I really go on Facebook is because I've got idiot friends that send me stupid monkeys jacking off. Yeah. You know? Stupid videos, stupid videos like that. I see a little kid who, who punches a punches his dog in the eye, and then the dog pushes him down the stairs, and he rolls into a pile of shit. 
That's funny to me. That's the kind of stuff that, that I would go on there for to see. You send me something, you send me a, a crazy video, I'm going to watch it. Because I like the distraction. Mm-hmm. But you're not getting me on there talking about, you know, pray for me because, you know, I, I broke my toe today. <laughs> you know, or pray for me because, you know, my wife hit me with a cast iron skillet today. Or because she was mad because I dented her car or something. It, you know, that kind of, you, you keep your, keep your shit business off of social media. I don't want to see well, it. Well, the ones that draw you in even more, like, <clears throat> I can't, like, it, it's like the same thing as saying, oh, I have an unspoken. Yeah. Okay. I, dude, <laughs> no one can so help many you. of those. So. <laughs> yeah. Glad you can. I want you to vulnerable. pray for me. That's awesome. I, I want you to pray for me. Okay, what do you want prayer for? It's an unspoken request. I can't. All right. I can't tell you. I want you to just be led by the Lord as you pray for me. Okay, cool. Yeah, rub my belly okay. and I'll give you a nice saying too. You want me to sucky sucky five dollar while I'm here? <laughs> like, I mean, at what point are we whoring out our faith? And maybe that's extreme, but honestly, I, th- I, I think it's probably extreme. <laughs> like... We Americans need to wake the fuck up. Like, seriously, we go to church and we sit in there and we bitch and complain about every fucking thing that the church is doing right or doing wrong. Like, we're never happy. And then we get, we leave. We've paid, you know, punched our time clock. And then we leave and we go overeat and we judge people and we hate people and. We don't really witness or share anything about our faith because, hello, maybe there is no faith because it's all superficial. Look at me. Woe is me. God, I'm believing in God. He's much bigger than my problems, no matter how big they are. And right now they're big. Well, you're just trying to draw people into something. And honestly, your faith sucks. And can I say that? Yeah. And be a hundred percent like justified in it? No, I'm not God. And I'm not talking about every person in every scenario and every church and every, you know, no, I'm not I'm not God and I realize that. However, on a very serious note, the majority of Christians need to wake the fuck up or they're going to hell. That's just how it is. I mean, when's the last time you opened the Bible and read it? When's the last time you prayed? And then when's the last time you shut your fucking mouth and listen for God? Yeah. When's the last time you fasted? When's the last time you saw someone and your heart broke for them because you're thinking, oh, my God, like, th- you need the gospel. like you, Or, like, how many times have you seen a Facebook post and you're just, like, after you get done being angry, if you're me, you're like, my God. It's so sad because you you're missing it. And I I highly I highly think if you died right now, you would be the ones who God said I never knew you. That should hurt you. Like that should be I don't know, eye-opening or like make you a little uncomfortable. Like that should make you want to pray. That should make you want to like re-examine things and say, "Okay, well, how can I, you know, like what can I do? God, what what can I do for you? Because, like, if I'm seeing this way, 
then you put that in me to see that way. Therefore, please guide me because this is how I feel and I'm human. Like, how do you think God feels? Yeah. We, we need yeah. to wake up, man. We need, we need to get out of that freaking four wall system business and we need our faith to be shaken. We need to realize like Zuckerberg is not Jesus and the platform that he created is not any better. It doesn't even compare, let alone is not any better. <laughs> doesn't even come close to what we need in our life. And if we look the exact same way as those around us, how is Christ ever going to use us? Yeah. That's a good rant, bro. And I hope that like, you know, someone out there feels the same way I do, or someone's listening to this and maybe they're feeling convicted or, you know, maybe they're like caught, like maybe this is causing them to think twice or maybe Maybe they're just now starting to even, huh, I never thought of it that way. Like, I hope some change would come out of me saying all of this, you know, like, yeah, I don't just take pleasure from being angry at people or like, you know, feeling like, oh my God, like on a whole, a lot of people are deceived, you know, like, yeah. I, I hope that people can hear us somehow and like, something happened even if it's like stupid small and like planting a seed or whatever or you know like think for yourself and pray like freaking pray put on worship music go somewhere quiet do it while you're driving i don't care go do it with someone like freaking pray 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 <laughs> ask god to open your eyes and like your heart and change you and, and like move in and through you because we're all going to hell and we're all so consumed with social media and what this person's doing. And I need a recommendation for a vacation spot here or, Oh my God, look at this cute puppy video or, you know, whatever the case is like, it's all just a bunch of shit, man. Hmm. I'm done. Well, brother, that that was a lot. <laughs> dare I even say? Dare I even Don't say? Don't you even. Dare I. That was satisfyingly deep. Ooh, you know you went there, though. <laughs> Although, technically, I went there. But... You went there, bro. Wow. You know what though? I I I I had to to agree with you, man. In that, dude, we there is only one real answer to get us out of the superficial Christianity, and that is, I think, from my opinion, is making a decision to really get real about um, the Jesus that we claim to to know and worship. Like it's a decision that we have to make to not um, go along with the the crowd and the mode of of what the rest of the world is doing. Uh, 
so so there's a guy who wrote the book total money makeover mm-hmm. um uh, i was going to say his name is gordon ramsay but that is not his name that is not who you're thinking of it is definitely not and his book is right behind me ah uh, what is his name dave ramsay that's his name dave dave ramsay dave not gordon or ramsay brothers. dave ramsay I don't is he know. from Scotland? <laughs> no, he is definitely not. From oh, they're probably not brothers. But but <laughs> but he 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 had a point though. He said, if everyone is dancing to the beat of the same drum, exit the dance floor immediately. And that saying stuck with me for years. Like I've I've read his book like when it first came out and studied all his money strategy stuff 15 years ago. And when I heard him say that, it freaking triggered something in me that was so profound. I don't want to be like everybody else. Uh, I don't want to look like everybody else and talk like everybody else and act like everybody else and do everything that everybody else is doing just because it's the hip thing to do or because it's the end thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's not what Jesus did, nor his disciples, right? They completely went against the grain. You know, it was like, yeah, all right, I'm going to read this thing on the Sabbath. But the fact is, is that, you know, um, hey, I'm, I'm the Lord of the Sabbath. You know, I can do whatever I want on the Sabbath. If I want to heal this guy then I'm going to heal him. Why? Because I'm God. Get at me. <laughs> you know, he, he, when the rule was, you know, don't walk more than two miles or, you know, don't work your ox on the Sabbath or whatever. They translated that into, you can't do any work at all. And Jesus healing someone on the Sabbath was considered work. And therefore he had to be, not the son of God or not to come from God because he was breaking the Sabbath. And his response was, look, dude, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. I'm the one Mm -hmm. I can do what I want. I can heal who I want. He broke that mode of tradition and religiosity and, and the commonplace tradition of the day. And I, and I think that we actually got to do the same thing. It always cracks me up when people say, you know, I'm fasting Facebook. And it's like, you know what, dude, if you got a fast Facebook, then maybe you're using it wrong. <clears throat> yeah. How about how about how about you just be a person? Like, stop getting your kicks and your rocks off from thumbs ups and smiley faces and actually learn how to build a relationship with people because that's what Jesus would want you to do. Build a relationship with people on a personal level to where you know, you you actually uh, actually show some empathy or show some like you care, you know, people that you can confide in and people that confide in you and people that you can have literal relationship and fellowship with. Like, I think that that's more valuable than how many friends you have on Facebook or how many responses you can get from a silly post. Yeah, for sure. And I think if we can just shift our mindset a little bit 
away from this dopamine reaction that we get, I, I think that we'll find that life is a little bit more valuable and that the relationships that we have in our inner circles are a little bit more intimate and, and have more value and we should actually put a little bit more stock in them because they matter. And I'm telling you, this superficial Christianity bullshit will fall away when we make that decision to actually just be more intimate with people, to be a real person that isn't in it for ourselves, but in it for the sake of relationship. Yeah, and you know... I don't know. <clears throat> I might be crazy. I don't think you're crazy, but I do I do have some grace here for all of us because Ooh, I love grace. Thing Come on, give me grace. That I definitely and I think we've said this before, and if not, we're saying it now and we're definitely gonna say it again at some point because <clears throat> it's just overwhelmingly screaming in churches and that is no one ever teaches you how everyone preaches and quote unquote teaches why we need God why we need Jesus and what Jesus did that's pretty much about where it ends in a whole slew of churches around our nation I've been to many churches around our nation, so I feel like I have a decent opinion on that, as well as I know you have, and you know oh, yeah. you can either agree or disagree, but I think there needs to be some grace for um, those who sit in the pews of churches and claim the faith of Christianity and, and followers of Christ, because there's a huge lack of teaching and discipling and giving advice and mentoring and literally walking us through how to walk out our faith and how to be better people and how to allow God and, you know, like how to fight your faith and how to struggle in your faith and how to win in your faith and how to pray and how to be a living being who's human, who's going to fail, but how, how to operate as a Christian, especially in our society today. What, what church have you gone to recently or, you know, within the, honestly, the last five years where you ever sat in a sermon and was like, huh, I actually, not only did I need to hear that, but like, I can use that. Like, you taught me something, and that's awesome, you know? That's very rare. So, you know, I can sit here and rant about Facebook and pray more, and we all suck, and we all do suck. But, like, at the same point, we need to be around people if we're not strong enough by ourselves or, you know, as a married couple or whatever it is, then we need to be around people who are going to, do that and who are going to challenge you and who are going to sharpen, you know, each other and who are going to teach each other. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. not all, we're just going to hell and screw everything, you know, 
know. Uh, it's just we, we need to wake up and we need to pursue Christ, you know? Yeah. And that's what the disciples did. The yeah. only reason they were successful in anything they did is because they had a teacher. And then when he left, he left his Holy Spirit. Yep. Or imparted, or, you know, you could argue both ways on that theologically, but whatever. We have the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to just yeah, no rant all the time about, you know, Christians suck and church is stupid. A lot of it is. And a lot of it, I feel, is justified, stupid bullshit. But it's because we're never challenged and we're never taught. We're never discipled. On a whole, again, I know there's churches and I know there's people that are doing awesome things. And that should be celebrated. Yep. But on a whole, man, I can't, I guess I can't say it enough. Like, we need to wake up. Yeah. I, and I agree with you. Because honestly, it's the other, we need to it's wake the up. other no extreme of the whole freaking you know, Jesse Duplantis and Kenneth Copeland thing and like $54 million planes and they live on these compounds <laughs> that are bigger than Disney World. and You know, like... Tubes full of demons. There's both extremes here. And I hope that we're trying to find the middle together in this podcast and as friends and as people and Christ followers. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You're right. There is a balance to it all. And we're having a conversation about it. I, I I get it, dude. Not everything is death, damnation, and hell. And not everything is rose petals and lilies. Genie bottles. You know? And genie bottles. It, no, it's somewhere in the middle, right? There is some balance in there. But like I was saying, you know, the, I think, me personally, I think that the step that's easiest for us to make first is always a decision always to come to a decision first decide what do you want to do now obviously you need to be able to locate yourself first really that's really the first thing locate yourself are, are you a person that's spending way too much time on social media who is constantly distracted by it is it affecting your work is it affecting your your love life you know well, and if you I mean, can't answer that question, do a test and go one day without any social media. Sure. And if you can't do that. <laughs> sure. You, you might be in trouble. Addict, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta I mean, I, get that in your I know veins. there are days that I go without. Yeah, for sure. There's days that I go without Facebook. There's days I go without checking my email. Mm-hmm. And those are the worst days because it's like, boom, 200 emails at the end of two days. And it's like, crap, yeah, you know, that I got to sip through. So, you know, locate yourself first. And then once you've located yourself, if you're all right, you're all right. But if you're not, you got to be honest with yourself and you need to make a decision. Do I need to change this? Is it inhibiting real, legitimate, intimate relationships? You know, am I seeming plastic because all I do is post? Are, are you posting more, talking to more people in short, unintelligible sentences than you are face-to-face -face relationships with people? 
Like you evaluate that stuff, and then you get you need to make a decision what you want. Do you want more intimacy with people, or do you want more likes and smiley faces on a random ass post that doesn't even mean anything? Let's talk about sex, baby. It's the only thing that came to my head when you said intimacy. I don't know why. I do not oh know why. Oh my god. Gotta find that drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying, though? I, you, you, you have to make a decision. It starts with a decision. Once you make a decision what you want to do, then you can do what you need to do in order to get there. You know, start weaning yourself off. Give yourself a curfew. You know, the same thing you would do for your kid. You want to wean them off of video games. You give them a cutoff time. All right. You're done with cartoons at 10 a.m. You're done with the video game at 1 p.m. Whatever. You need to get outside and and play outside and get some fresh air and and get out of the TV. You know, it's the same thing that we got to do for ourselves when it comes down to social media. You know, it's like, okay, let's have some real relationship and fellowship with a real person that we can touch and we can see and we can hear their voice with our ears. Let's try it. You might find out that people aren't all that bad and and that you actually have some value to contribute contribute to somebody's life. I'd say just go to a bar and get wasted <laughs> and <clears throat> let the Holy Spirit guide you. Uh, martini, dirty, shaken, not stirred. <laughs> Stripper on the pole, cigar in my mouth. <laughs> no. Lights I'm down good on that. like your panties. Uh, I'm good on all that. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Dude, my wife would kill me. You know, honestly. I think I, yours would too. Oh, yeah, of course. And we would, I, I would like to think that neither one of us would do that anyway, but. You know, like, I'm not saying this to toot my own horn because I don't gain anything out of it, but the strip club thing. Yeah, we just lost Facebook as a sponsor, by the way. Oh, darn. We don't even use it for this. (laughs) Anyway, I've never done the whole strip club thing, and it's just... Oh, are we going there? Okay. I've, I've never even wanted to go in, to be honest with you. Yeah. And I, I well, again, I'm not bragging. Like, I, it's not like I set out to like be that way. I just literally, I don't know. I had friends in Massachusetts, and this was even when I was like, "Fuck the church, fuck God, fuck everyone." <clears throat> They're like, "Dude, we'll pay. Let's just go have fun." <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I don't know why. I don't know what that is in me, but. Anyway, I don't want to go down that road. Well, just... good for you, Mr. Goody Two Shoe. Thank you. Thank you. Good for you. Yeah, when you get a gold star in your crown. I think the Lord is telling me right now that uh, you mm-hmm. need to sow some seed money into my ministry. Yeah. <laughs> he speaks directly to me, things that you would never even understand. So, I guess so. Since I'm all busy at the strip club dropping dollars, <laughs> I would never understand. You're absolutely yeah. right. Wasting your money on that filth. <laughs> Whatever. I paid for some people to get through college, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, God. Well, 
I don't know how you got there, but you went God there. bless you. you about and strip your... clubs. I just went with it. I never said strip clubs. I didn't care about strip Dude, that clubs. That was all you. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, you don't want to pat yourself on the back, and your hand is getting tired. A little bit. <laughs> oh, it's all good. All right, let's wrap yeah, I'll it up. I'll probably cut that part That's out. That's funny. <laughs> Which, that means I won't. If you've listened to any podcast that we've put out, every time I say that, I always leave it in. <laughs> yeah, well, it was funny. Whatever. My wife's going to kick your butt for that. Bring it on. Bring it on. Right, right. I got my stack of ones ready. Your wife's going to kick your butt. I say your wife's going to kick your butt, too. She wishes. Then she's gonna drive you to a. Then she's gonna drag you to a strip club, and she's gonna say, "You see what you've missed? <laughs> I'm bleeding, half no. dead. This yeah, is what you no. wanted. No, <laughs> take me out, please. <laughs> it was a joke gone bad, and we're still talking about uh, it. Good lord. I know such bad Christians. Let's tell people where they can find us. Not at the strip club. Not at the strip club. No. We won't be there. No, despite my southern upbringing. <laughs> I only say that because there's a point, if you ever drive from the north to the south, there's a point where you start to see tons of strip club and lion's den billboards and toy shops. And it's just nuts. Um, it's like Bible Belt. Why they got all that shit around? You know what I'm saying? I think it's for the truckers, to be honest with you. Well, we should start a trucker ministry. That's that's, <laughs> that's a that's a theory for another day, though. Anyway, so let's skip all yeah. the BS. Here's how. You, here's what you need to do if you want to find us, follow us, leave us a review, get in touch with us, tell us how bad we suck, or tell us how awesome we are. Super simple. www awesome. dot unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com everything you need is right there yeah we're also on twitter at unchurchedpod and instagram too the igram but no facebook and look if yeah no facebook but hey you like the podcast on itunes give us a thumbs up uh, share us like us share us leave us a review five stars that way we can uh Five star. Why did I say thumbs Cause up? Because you're Facebook mode. That was Maybe you're addicted. Maybe dumb. you need to, you know, try and uh, <laughs> limit yourself to how much you get on freaking Facebook. You yeah. suck. Uh-huh. That's right. I'll repent later. So, yeah, give us five stars and uh, a review, and uh, we'd appreciate it. We'd love you a long time, for sure. Well, free. So, that's it, brother. Hi, man. It's been real. It's been fun. Peace. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.